Hello and welcome to another episode of Sensibility. I'm your host, Amy Baker. I'm a financial advisor and money mindset coach. And if you've been following me, you probably would have seen that there's been of late a lot of talk on you know money mindset coaching for financial advisors. Even if you're not an advisor, I do uh, recommend having a listen. Um, I'm a big believer in getting your mindset right. And if you watch my posts and um, hear me talk, I'm constantly raving on about the importance of goals. Um, I'm a big believer in actually just sort of visualizing and setting yourself the goals you want before you actually set out the plan. Um, Now, today's episode is actually talking about planning. Uh, A lot of people recently have sort of triggered me to actually get this happening, this this conversation on financial advice and planning because, um, well, what's happened is I've had a few people contact me and, or chat with me. I've gone for walks with friends. We're in COVID lockdown, so that's the only way I catch up with friends. One of my friends, there's been a few, but one of, one of my friends had said, when I earn X amount, I'll come and see you. And I was like, well, you don't have to be earning that much money to be getting financial advice. Another one was like, I've been thinking about this for some time. I just keep putting it off. Um, I know that we kind of like time is of essence. It's sort of the idea of getting advice freaks me out. And um, then there was also, uh, again, another issue on, you know, I have to have a certain amount of money saved or um put into some kind of investment before I can see an advisor, all three things. I just want to debunk some of those myths. Um, First of all, it's not about how much you're earning that should warrant you whether you get financial advice. Um, It's it's really about having someone there to get you on track to some of the things you want to achieve with your finances, be it uh, I want to start an investment portfolio or um, I want to ensure that my superannuation is working hard for me because I want to retire at this time with this kind of money, or I want to ensure that my family are, you know, protected and looked after if something happened to me, God forbid. Um, and so, and then also there's the whole idea of, you know, uh, I've got to have this, you know, amount of money to to retire, uh, sorry, to get advice for I've had clients come to me um, with very modest incomes and are wanting to just sort of create their own nest eggs, but they want to give, get some direction on how to do that. I have clients that have come to me um, both, you know, married and then go through divorce and one stays on and we work on rebuilding their lives after having children, after working part-time to going full-time to having to pay his child, you know, uh, school fees and childcare and pay off a mortgage. Um, all the while we're looking at, you know, building their investments and, and you don't need to have a huge amount of money. When I, when I speak investments, I'm talking the superannuation to start with. Let's have a look at what you've already got. And most of us think that we don't have much. And when I do a bit of a fact find and what that is, is to actually assess someone's financial situation what they actually have in savings and assets, um, their liabilities and liabilities meaning their debt. What it, what does it look like? What is the net amount? Net meaning when we're looking at someone's financial position, we're looking at their assets less 
their debt. Um, there is a lot of jargon and lingo that goes on that causes confusion. Also steers people away from wanting to even seek advice. So I'm hoping that this conversation actually just lightens things up and you go, oh, is that really, is that all it is? Oh, okay. So my net position is X. Oh, wow. And I'm I'm often surprised when I do that with people um, where people have, you know, they've got their mortgage, they're paying that down, they're their superannuation, which they haven't thought much of, and it's just been plodding along for the last 20 years that they've been working. Um, they may have things like, you know, their, their car, they may have things around their home that is really valuable to them. They may have a, a nice modest savings account potentially that just does just as their, their safety net, the 90 days or something worth of savings. Um, and then when you look at their debt, you know, they may have actually been halfway through clearing their mortgage. And all of a sudden, they see actually what they're worth. And I'm not saying worth in respect to a deep-seated, emotional, beautiful sense of worth of purpose, which is immeasurable. No money can actually be put to that. We're worth, our worth is not always based on dollars. And that's all the money coaching stuff that I I love to talk about. But a lot of people often put themselves in the small box. They don't realize how either their potential to grow their wealth or um, realize how much they've already got, how much their work has actually paid off for them. And it's going and seeing someone like myself or a financial advisor and saying and showing them and saying, you know what? You've worked all your life, you've done this, and you are, you know, you've accumulated X in your super. You've accumulated X in your mortgage. So let's just use numbers to keep it simple. Say they're 45 and they've got 250,000 sitting in their superannuation. And they've got and this, we're talking a single person here. And they've got the small little unit they live in. And we're in Sydney, so that small little unit is actually quite, um, you know, worth nearly a million dollars and they've paid a good portion of that off. So they've got equity of maybe half a million and they've got their super. All of a sudden we're looking at 700,000 of assets. That's what we look at as net wealth. And that's really important to consider as well. So I do want to debunk the myth of you've got to have money to come, you know, a huge portfolio of savings or, or, you know, it might just be sitting in cash or have accumulated a certain amount in superannuation to seek financial advice. Often, and this is where it frustrates me, I get clients coming to me in the last 15 years of their working lives very nervous about facing retirement. And I hope this message goes to people who are um, at that point where they can make a real impactful, if that's a word, decision to go, I'm actually going to make a difference right now and get advice um, to make sure that it's I'm not feeling regret in you know the last 15 years of my working life, that I know that I'm not having to to you know put every single cent away to ensure that I've got enough to retire with. I think if the sooner we get investing in our superannuation, the better. The sooner we get 
um, smart about how we manage our money, the better. The sooner we actually realize how amazing money is and how it's a helpful and wonderful tool. It isn't the root of all evil. It isn't um, the, the biggest stress of all time. It actually can be something that causes incredible amount of joy. It can create incredible opportunities. It can create the lifestyle that we want. All it is is a, simply a tool, a tool created through energetic exchange. And how we manage that tool is where an advisor and a money coach um, can come in and help, including also when I say advisor, your accountant also has a really important part in this as well. I work with a few very good, amazing accountants, and we work together um, collectively to ensure our clients are well and truly um, on, on the right path and we're all on the same page with their goals. So let's just come back a bit. So what do you expect when you go and seek advice? I think the first thing is, I'm repeating myself again, sorry, but set some goals, short-term, medium and long-term goals. What does that look like? Okay, this is about you. This isn't about the advisor. This isn't about um, how much money they're going to be charging you. This isn't about um, what kind of investment strategy they're going to put you in, that you're going to be confused because you don't understand it. This is about you saying, I want to get from A to B and how are you going to make it happen? That's our job. Our job is to ensure that you get to your goal. Now, the rest of it is a lot of paperwork. Yeah, a lot of research. Yep. That's gotten, you, you just have to turn up, turn up to the meetings and have some really deep conversations with us. And we'll help you understand how are we going to get you there? And sometimes it's really simple. And I do encourage you to read and listen to podcasts and read books on, in, you know, um, sorry, books, articles. And I send out stuff to my clients the time I write, doc, you know, newsletters and whatnot. But um, it's really important just to sort of get your head around some stuff. But if you don't, go back and arm yourself with these questions. I don't know what this article meant. What the hell are you talking about when you sent this for me? Or I just read this in the financial review. I don't understand what this means. It could be simply um, what are Frank dividends? Who is Frank and what's he got to do with me? That is actually a question I had. And I was like, I love that question because it just made me realize how bloody jargon talk we are. I mean, we assume everybody understands and talks and like this financial lingo. I'm married to uh, a man who's in finance as well. So him and I speak a language and I realise, and that's become quite apparent to me, that our friends and um, family sometimes have no idea what we're talking about. So it's really important that you actually do go back in and don't think that a question is stupid. Our job is to ensure that you understand. That is actually, in fact, a law. That is something that we are governed by through ASIC, that our clients have a clear, concise understanding of the advice that we're giving. So don't ever fear about asking a question. There's no such thing as a stupid question. In fact, I think the dumbest thing is not asking. It's about saying, hey, I just 
Sorry, I don't get it. Can you break it down again? Can you actually simplify it? Okay. And you know what our job needs? Our job is also to really understand you. So if you're a teacher, for example, and I'm just thinking on my feet here, so just bear with me for, for a moment. But if you're a teacher, I need to understand, I need to be able to communicate in a way that you'll understand it. So maybe I break it down to how your students are, you know, and how you divide your class up or, uh, you know, your industry. And I do have some insight of education system only besides the fact that I have four children. But, no, I was actually um, the treasurer of my PNC once and I remember sitting there going, holy moly, the principal is like a CEO of this little enterprise, you know, which is the school. It, It actually blew my mind when I actually understood the ins and outs of what the, the principal does and that my my respect grew massively for that entire organisation being the education department and the teachers and all of the staff that make a school what it is. So anyway, I completely digress from this point. My point is we as advisors have a job to do and our job is to get to know you you're the hero of this story. You are in charge. This is the life you want to design. Our job is to facilitate that. And yes, of course, we don't work for free. Now that's another thing. Um, there is cost to this, but I can guarantee you there is uh, there is actually articles I've just recently read that show that the average person will, will basically gain about $10,000 um, back out of advice, out of the right strategy. So one thing we do, and I mentioned earlier, is we speak to our, we speak to your accountants, we we communicate maybe with your mortgage brokers as well. We work with other professionals to ensure that your plan, your goals, will actually come to fruition. Obviously, if there's some things that are a little bit off, out out of the world, you know, out of the ballpark, and you might be in a little bit of fairyland, we might have to want, you know, bring bring you back in a little bit and just start on the baby steps and get things moving forward first and let you see how you, you know, what your potentials is. For example, you may want to be able to like, I don't know, retire at 40, yet you've only got 40,000 sitting in your super. Okay. Let's get your super up to a certain amount first and let's start looking at salary sacrificing. Let's start looking at where you're at and then we can set some goals and get you to 100,000. How about we start there? Let's try and get you at 100,000 within the next um, year, knowing that you can salary sacrifice and you've got a certain amount of income and um, you've also got a huge amount of savings sitting there doing nothing, for example, right? So we, we work with what you've got. Then we actually start going, all right, our investment strategy is working and we know that you can salary sacrifice. Let's now start aiming for a couple of hundred thousand in the next X amount of years and start working on that with a very clear strategy where you're putting concessional, which is um, tax deductible contributions and non-concessionable Oh, sorry, see, it's not night time, sorry. Uh, non-concessional <laughs> contributions, which means not tax deductible. Now, I will give you some uh, break down that jargon quickly. Concessional is when you get a tax deduction back so, or tax return back for that um, 
contribution. And a non-concessional means that you've paid with already paid tax money. Now, the beautiful thing about this is inside super, you're in a tax haven of of 15%, right, as opposed to your marginal tax rate, which could be anywhere from 19.5 to 45%. So you could actually be in a tax bracket of paying 45% and inside your super is only 15. So if you've paid tax and you are putting money in your super, once you've put that money in super, you don't get taxed that 15%. And the return of investment is completely tax-free. I really do like this. Now, if you're interested in knowing more about um, how you can boost super and all of this, I've done a webinar and that is free, um, the recording of that free with slides. All you need to do in this show note is put down your, um, I think there's a link and you should be able to access that. So there's a lot here that I'm rambling on about, but I really wanted just to have a chat to you about debunking some myths on financial advice. Um, our got one thing that we have to do as advisors is act in your best interest. That is actually law. ASIC is governing us as financial advisors to act in your best interest. And, and it's no joke. That is incredibly important. And that means you have to sign lots of documents and you have to understand what we're talking about. And so our, if we're not making it clear, if we're not sharing, giving you that insight that you walk away going, yeah, I completely understand what you're doing, what this strategy is and what you're trying to achieve with me, then we're not doing our job. That's it. Our job is to hold your hand on a beautiful journey and make you achieve these amazing goals. Sometimes I shouldn't say make, that's a bit harsh. Ensure, encourage, get you on board to achieve these goals, but also ensure that you understand the strategy behind it. So it's really important that you um, ask these amazing questions and say, what does that mean by concessional? contributions or what does Frank mean? What in the hell is an ETF? What's the difference between an ETF and a managed fund? Um, and why are these fees, um, why can't I see these fees in my super statement and you show them up in a, a statement of advice? Um, why aren't they, why can't I see that? What, what's, what's the difference? All of this stuff we need to explain to you um, and it's not a bad thing. And I will talk more about fees. I'm going to talk more about um, ETFs. I'm going to be talking about managed funds. I'm going to be talking about all sorts of these things. So stay tuned if this does interest you. I hope this, this hasn't bored you. I do feel like I ramble on a little bit, but I do want to, I did want to just have a chat about getting financial advice. I guess there, there will be a um, more of a detailed podcast with another financial advisor. Um, about what to expect when you speak to an advisor, what questions you should, you know, maybe go with. Um, but remember, you are in the driver's seat. You're in charge. This is your story. All we are there to do is guide you. That's our job. All we're there is to hold your hand and make sure you kick some goals along that journey. And hopefully we're holding, we're, we're there holding your hand, helping you out, encouraging you along this journey that you get to that retirement goal, you get to that holiday, you get to 
ensure that your kids inherit bucket loads of money, whatever the goal is, you have to buy that dream car, have the artwork on the wall, whatever it is, whatever rocks your boat, that's our job. And we want to make sure that you get what you want. And that, I tell you, is I've been in this industry for years and every advisor I, I know personally, and I know a lot of advisors personally, have that goal for their clients. They just want the best for them. They want them to, to succeed. So don't be shy about getting out there and finding someone you want to work with and go, you know what, I don't know what this is all about. I just want to fix my money issues. I want to make sure that I'm on track to having the freaking awesome life I deserve because I work hard for it. And then we'll be able to go, hell yeah, let us help. I'll pull up my sleeves and I want to dig in and let's make this happen. So um, I hope that sells the idea of financial advice. Not that I really, it's not about me and not that I want to actually sell the idea that um, I'm the advisor, I'm the one you need to see. I'm actually just saying, go and talk to an advisor because we're all amazing. We all have gone through the ring in the last several years with um, lots of legislative changes, lots of extra study. I don't think people understand the amount of governance we have to and red tape that we have to go through. Um, and I know that there are an amazing group of people out there that are just passionate to see people come on board as clients and make sure that they achieve their goals. I'm one of them and you'll see more of us in my podcast in the future. And I really appreciate you just sticking around, listening to my, my messages, um, supporting me, supporting my money coaching stuff as well. And if you have any questions, if you want to understand more about investing, you want to understand more about superannuation, you may want to understand about estate planning or insurance or how to get your mindset right, how to manifest money, whatever it is, you don't hesitate to get online, send me a message, jump on Calendly if you have to and book a 15-minute call with me. Do whatever it takes. Get those questions at me. I am here and I will be making sure that we'll be able to address those on this podcast. Thank you very much for your time. I can't wait to share some more with you. Thank you for listening today. Before you go, I want to remind you that everything discussed is general in nature. We are unaware of your personal circumstances, so the information we have discussed may not be right for you. It is important to consider your personal situation and seek financial advice from a licensed advisor. Amy Baker is an authorised representative of Lifestyle Asset Management Propriety Limited, Australian Financial Service Licence 288241. Recap Advice is a trading name of Recap Enterprises Propriety Limited, ABN 226078542040, a corporate authorised representative of Lifestyle Asset Management, AFSL 288241. I would also like to acknowledge the Bidigal and Gadigal people who are the traditional custodians of this land. I would like to pay respects to the elders, both past and present, of the Bidigal and Gadigal nations and extend that respect to other Aboriginal pe people. Thank you for listening and don't forget to share the love by sharing this podcast. Have a wonderful day wherever you are.